Hello and welcome, David Baker. Welcome to the Wisdom for Life podcast. Hey, we're glad that you're here. Have uh, some help I want to give you today of a beautiful story we all know with a great thought and a truth to be able to um, help us. As a boy growing up, the story David and Goliath was my favorite. My name was David. And uh, of course, there was an exciting story of Goliath. And so um, a beautiful story. So many times when we hear stories that we already, quote, know, we turn our brain off because we think we know that. Try to share someone a truth from John 3.16. They'll quote it with you and won't listen to the truth because, quote, we know that. I already know that. The problem is with the Word of God, God has eternal truths, endless truth, timeless truth that can continue to come out of Scripture, and many times we miss them. And so I want to give you one or some thoughts out of uh, the story of David and Goliath to be able to understand how big this was, what God did, and what God is doing for you. So David had this giant, this Goliath to be able to uh, beat. This uh, giant, depending on First uh, Corinthians, sorry, First uh, Samuel 17, if you want to go read, and to see how big he was, it's measured by a cubit. A cubit is from the tip of your fingers to the bottom of your elbow. The problem is different men's arms are longer and the cubits are different lengths. So he's at least over nine feet tall. And by the measurement of many cubits, he's over 11 feet tall. Okay, this coat of mail, this coat of armor that he had, 180 pounds just for the coat of armor. 180 pounds for the coat to wear. The spearhead, the head, the end of the spear that it was put on a stick to throw was 26 pounds. Can you imagine almost two bowling balls at the end of a stick being hurled through the air? That's what Goliath had. This this incredible giant of a man is having to fight David? This little 17-year-old ruddy uh, boy he had to go fight? Looking at that story, it's just such an unfair fight. And and by the way, the story is so amazing and powerful that the phrase David and Goliath, um, that is in secular world now. That is used by people who don't even believe the Bible. It has become so predominant and profound and famous that the whole world knows it and uses it. And so that's how powerful it is. And looking at it, thinking, who in the world would have done that? Who would have put David up against this Goliath, this giant of a man? Who would even create this giant? Wow, God. God did. God created the giant. Listen carefully. God created the giant and put it in David's way. If you can understand that, and then apply it to your life, it'd be amazing what it could do. Every one of us in this Christian life is going to face giants, going to face problems, going to face all kinds of burdens and heartaches and trials and issues that are in our life. And those giants are either put there by God, like Goliath, or it's allowed to be there. Job with uh, God, God didn't bring those problems to him, but God allowed them to be there. Uh, Even when it's our sin and something, consequences of it, God allowed those things to be able to be there. That giant in your life, maybe your addiction. Now, God didn't do that, but he's allowed that in your life. And that giant, God's allowing there, and he wants you to fight 
that giant. It may be finances, it may be health, it may be marriage, it may be family, whatever it is, but all of us have and will face giants in our life. And to understand, number one, that God either put it there or allowed it to be there is amazing. Then why? Because God wanted you to win. God wanted you to win. How many times have people faced the giants and ran? Wait, wait, wait. How did the giant get here? Who created it? Who put it there? God did. Why? For us to win. For us to win. You think about the children of Israel going into the promised land. Wow, a land that flows with milk and honey. This is incredible. Ten spies came back and said, oh, but the giants are too big. Two said, no, they're giants, but our God is able. Um, Those ten ran. Those 10 wanted nothing to do with it. And because of that, listen carefully, because of that, they wandered in the wilderness for 40 years and died and died. Boy, how many Christians are that way? God allows a giant in their life. He has a plan and a purpose for it. You are supposed to win and beat that giant. God's going to help you with that giant. But yet we don't because we get afraid and we flee from the giant. And what do we do? The rest of our life, we wander around in the wilderness for 40 years and accomplish nothing. Accomplish nothing. What did they accomplish? They lived, they ate, and they died. That was it. So number one, the giant was put there by God or allowed to be there. Number two, God intended for us to win. Number three, uh, we need to get rid of any baggage that we don't need to fight the battle. Uh, David left his carriage, okay, the things he carried, his bag, the things that he had. He left them. He didn't need those. Um, no man that warreth entangled himself with affairs of this life. How many times do we get into things that slow us down? Last side, the weight, okay, and the sin that does is what beset us. Um, we need to lay those things aside or they won't help us in the fight. Number four, he realized that winning the battle against the giant was for God and he had a cause. So many times we're fighting the battle for us. We're fighting the giant for us. No, David realized this is not me. Okay, read the story. He defied God and that's why, and there's a cause. There's a cause. Number five, realize that other people are gonna try to slow you down or stop you. Okay, Uh, his brothers, I I know your pride and naughtiness of heart. No, he had a cause. The king, you're a youth. He's a man of war from his youth. Uh, Leaders tried to stop him. Family tried to stop him. Friends tried to stop him. But Heavenly Father didn't. He gave him a plan and a mission. By the way, the earthly father said to go. He didn't know everything that would happen. Uh, But he came there. He saw a cause. Number six, he used his past victories with God to help him win the battle also. I think one of the worst things that we don't do is to keep track of the victories that God brought us through. When we keep track of those victories, we can go back like David and say, hey, God delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear, and he'll deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. When you can go back and look at the battles that God already brought you through and see how God took care of you, it gives you strength and faith to be able to fight and go on more now. David used that. And then, as you know, he used the weapon that had already been proven. Saul tried to give him his armor. He said, I'm not proving this. That's not going to work for me. Uh, and so he used what he had been using. And uh, he had the shepherd's bag and his sling and the rocks. That's it. Hey, what do we need to use? What's already been proven? The Word of God. This book is our authority in all matters of faith and practice. This book has all the answers to life. This book uh, will make Satan flee and run and depart for a season. We need to make sure we use what's already been proven, this King James Bible. 
and the truth of it. And number eight, realize it may get worse before it gets better. I love this little part of it. Many of you know the truth. But uh, how many Goliaths were there? One. One Goliath. Okay. How many stones did he choose? Well, five. Oh, because he didn't have faith or he thought if I miss or maybe it take two or three to get him down. Uh, we can believe that. I don't think David believed that. But uh, Goliath did have four brothers. He did have four brothers. So, all right, in case the brothers keep coming, I got one for each of them. <laughs> what a beautiful thing. Realize this. It may get worse before it gets better. Um, by the way, in David's life, even it did. He beat Goliath. Yay, it's over. He won. He's the king. He's a victor. What? No, now he had to fight Saul. And now he had to fight Saul's army. And now he had to flee. This battle with Goliath took 60 seconds. But even if you count the whole day, okay, it took a day. The battle with Saul, days, weeks, months, having to run from the king and his army is trying to kill you. Hey, sometimes it gets worse before it gets better. Uh, but God's going to equip you to handle and to beat that also. And, um, and then this, my favorite part of this, the giant that God created or allowed to be there that he wants you to win and all the other purposes in between, here it is, to realize God wants to use that giant to make you what he needs you to be. God wants to use that giant to make you what he needs you to be. In 1 Samuel 17, 33, Saul said to David, thou art not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him, for thou art but a youth, and he a man of war from his youth. So in the beginning of the day, King Saul called David a youth. You're but a youth. You're but a kid. You're but a kid. A few verses later, <laughs> As David returned from the slaughter of the Philistine, Abner took him and brought him before Saul with the head of the Philistine in his hand. And Saul said unto him, Whose son art thou, thou young man? Wow. And one day he went from a youth to a young man. And one day, how come? Because of the battle, because of the giant, because of Goliath. Hey, what's your giant? What's your Goliath? What did God bring to your life? And you hate it. You don't like it. You don't want it. You want to run from it. But God said, no, this is your Goliath. This is your giant I brought on your life. And I'm going to use it to make you what you need to be if you'll let me. If you'll let me. Hey, will you let him? Are you going to run from the giant? Are you going to flee? Are you not going to stand? Are you not going to use the right... Um, tools to be able to fight it? Are you not going to lay down the baggage? Are you not going to realize there's a cause? You're going to try to do it by yourself and not realize you're fighting with God. What is it? How is it? Hey, this giant in your life, this amazing, wonderful gift of a giant, we see after it, the stories go, Saul has slain his thousands and what? David, his tens of thousands. God used that giant in David's life to bring him fame all over the country. He became king and the greatest king on the face of the earth to sit on the throne. Even so, it's called today the throne of David. Even so, in the millennium, when Jesus sits on the throne, it'll be called the throne of David. It's pretty amazing. What did it start with? It started with this giant that God brought into his life and gave him everything he needed to have victory. And by the way, God will do the same for you. God bless you and have a great week.